When you decide to let go, you're not losing hope. You're only hoping for more, hoping for better, hoping for something worth holding onto. Because in letting go, you learn that sometimes hanging on actually hurts more. That fighting harder makes you lose. And that waiting is only wasting your time. In letting go, you learn that some people only come into your life to teach you how to move on, to teach you exactly who you shouldn't hold on to. In letting go, you learn the things that you're afraid of doing are exactly the things you need to be doing so you can grow and set yourself free. In letting go, you learn that you may lose some people, but you will always find your true self. Hey guys, and welcome to the episode where we talk about letting go, holding on, anger, resentment, and a couple other topics as well wrapped around this. People struggle with letting go everywhere around the world. There is not one person standing around you right now that you speak to on a regular basis who does not struggle with the concept of letting go. Whether it be letting go of a person, letting go of a thought, letting go of a circumstance, letting go of an event. We struggle doing this for a few reasons. And the main one is honestly our ego. Other reasons people have a hard time letting go is because they don't wanna lose. They wanna win. They wanna prove a point. They wanna end at the top. But what you don't realize is as you're doing this, you are burning time. You are wasting energy. Time and energy are two things you will never, ever, ever get back in your life. How is it serving you to hold on? How is it serving you to not let go? How is it serving you to allow this weight every single day to live within your mind and be attached to you? How can you carry a school bag filled with anger, grudges, resentment? Do you want to do this? Do you want to continue living this way? On this week's episode, my guest Kareem and I chat all about letting go, our personal experiences, experiences with our clients, and just overall covering um, this topic. We hope that it just sparks something, perhaps a little breakthrough, an aha moment, a realization. So keep listening, because I think you'll really enjoy this one. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, I first off want to just say thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me in a conversation. It's my pleasure. Guys, um, I'd like to introduce you guys to my guest today. His name is Kareem, better known as Coach K. Um, He is an entrepreneur, business owner, um, and personal trainer. Kareem and I go way, 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 way back. Um, When I first started in the fitness world as a client, he was... um, a coach who I used to go to his classes that he used to have these like crazy boot camp classes. Um, and then we started training one-on-one together and then we built a friendship and the rest is history. So I'm really, really excited to host him um, on my podcast. And today we are talking all things um, letting go. A lot of people, including Kareem and I struggle have struggled, currently struggle with this concept of letting go of certain things. Um, And we're just going to have a very casual conversation around the topic, how we deal with it. um, And we hope that it sparks something for you guys. Looking forward to it. Are you ready? I am. Okay. So let's just start. Like, how do you feel about the concept of letting go? Are you one who holds on um, with dear life to things or do you have an easy time to let go um, of things that are happening in and around your life? 
Very good question. So for years, um, adolescent years, teenage years, uh, early adulthood, uh, I had a hard time with that. Um, I'm more of a person who just dwell a lot on mistakes I've made, things I've done in the past, things I've done wrong, decisions I should have made. Um, and it just sticks with you for so long. I'm not sure where I got this from. Uh, I can't even say I got it from my, my parents or my dad or my mom or anyone in my family, but it just becomes one of these things that bothers you so much because you're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done, I should have done. I could have done this way. I could have saved this money. I didn't have to buy that. I didn't have to, you know, whatever. And um, it was always a struggle for me early on. And I actually hindered a lot of my progress because I, instead of me looking at things from a perspective of, hey, listen, you're going forward, you're moving on, you're progressing and you're growing in this direction. I kept turning around and going, yeah, but I didn't do that. And I missed that. And I didn't do here and I didn't go there and I didn't do this. And that really is the ultimate challenge for a lot of people. Conversations I have with clients, friends, family members, you know, we spend a lot of time kind of like in, in like a nostalgic place where you kind of go, remember when we could have done this? Remember why we should have done that? And it's not healthy. And I realized from a young age, it wasn't healthy, except the things that are unhealthy, we find ourselves kind of addicted to. I guess you can call it that. Um, I'm not sure if you have a, sorry, I'm not sure if you have a better word for that, but I would say a little bit of an, of an, of an addiction and it took me a while to kind of combat it and to defeat it altogether. Can't say I've defeated it hundred percent because there are still days that I sit and I dwell and I go, man, I should have done this, but it doesn't stay long with me as it doesn't stay as long as it used to before because I've managed to, um, learn how to change my perspective and see things from another way instead of seeing things from the way that I used to, because I know that if I continue to see things in that way, uh, chances are I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so I have a lot of people to thank for that. Um, friends, family members, mentors, coaches, um, other entrepreneurs who I've listened to. Um, and just even being in the right place at the right time with the right conversation. Sometimes you hear something and you go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, and plus I read a lot too. And that has also helped me to um, learn to let go of things and to not hold on to uh, past faults and mistakes and past experiences that a lot of people today have a hard time doing, uh, which is where they end up in this mindset of, you know, I can't do this, or I couldn't do that before. So I can't do it today. And they, they label themselves a certain way. And then they kind of go, well, this is how I am. So that, that's, that's just how it is. Um, but you limit yourself when you do that. And I don't want to be a person who does that. I'm not a person who likes labels. I'll only use a label or a certain title to things that apply, you know, male, a black male, a coach, trainer, you know, husband. Um, but I'm not going to label myself like I don't eat meat, for example. I'm not going to call myself a vegan because I'm not, you know. But at the same time, I know that putting myself, labeling myself as like, a worrier, I'm an overconcerner, overthinker. Once you start to put that title on yourself, you become that person. And I want to become the best version of myself. So I'd rather label myself something more positive than something not so positive. And um, a lot of training has gone into to changing my mentality when it comes to that stuff. And it's it's not something that happens overnight because I mean, listen, I've been a trainer for 12 years. I'm 36 years old now and I still have this obstacle. So it's, it's not something that ever goes away. It's just a matter of limiting it or reducing it as much as you can. Yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, and there's a couple things from what you shared that just kind of like, I was just taking notes as you were sharing because I was like, oh, I want to like talk more about that. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot wrapped around like should have, could have, would have. Um, and what I really like to do when like those words pop up in my life or in clients' lives is... Mm -hmm you did what you did in the circumstances that you had based on what you knew at the time. And that's why you did it. Right. And if you would have known better, if you would have been in a different mindset, if you would have had a different environment, you may have done things differently. And yeah, looking back now, you would do things differently, but how many days, weeks, months, and years have gone by from that exact situation. Right. So it's nice to what I call do like reframing of the situation. Okay. But how is like one dwelling upon it, serving you to move in a forward direction 
And two, how is holding on to that and not letting go allowing you to propel forward? Like neither of those things are happening. For so sure. it's kind of nice just to like reframe the situation of like, yeah, we could have, we could have all done better. We could have all tried this. We could have all not done that, but we didn't because at that time in our lives, that's what we thought was best. And whether it was best or not best at the time, that's what we needed to do. And that's what we did. And you got to have, you got to have to let it kind of have to let it go, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, the other thing I love, love, love that you brought up was this whole um, victim mindset where you kind of become the victim where it's like you don't take personal responsibility for like what's happening to you you start blaming other people your parents your friends your coworkers, your clients and like by blaming them you play the victim and then you also create like resentment towards these people for sure and then like carrying that is like heavier and heavier and like who wants to carry resentment and blame and not take personal responsibility when you can just like let shit go. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. One of the, um, one of the most mind gripping quotes I've ever heard um, was from a, a rapper Royce of five nine. And he said in a song, um, holding a grudge is like letting someone live in your head rent free. Yeah. I've heard that many times, but just the way that he put it in the song, I was like, Whoa, kind of hits you hard. And it makes a lot of sense and applies to pretty much everything. You know, when you resent somebody, you're letting them live in your head rent-free. When you hold a grudge with someone, when you hold a grudge with something, when you blame somebody else for you not progressing the way that you, you, you're letting them live inside of your head. And that's the way that you're talking about, carrying that weight, that burden subconsciously for years doesn't help. You know, and I've seen I've seen friends, unfortunately, go through that stuff where they just they can't let go of, you know, they had one interaction with one person and that one interaction, although it might not have been the best thing happened at that time. And like you said, some things happen based on the circumstances you're in and what the person may know, what you may know, things are acted on in a certain way and they just couldn't let it go. And I'm like, man, you're still holding on to that. Just you got to be able to move on, move forward. You know, and I'm hoping that, you know, through our conversation that we're having today, maybe people will be able to grasp some sort of point that they'll be that'll be able to help them to do that. Because, you know, when you look at us both being coaches and being in fitness and understanding when it comes to weight, it's not just weight that's like weight on the scale. It's actually weight that weighs your body mentally, um, which is a weight that, again, subconsciously, you may not even think that you feel it, but it's there because you're so pressed about it. Like, oh man, you know, like there's just so many things out there in the world right now that, you know, we're not going to talk about because we talked about it before <laughs> that is weighing people down like heavily. And I'm going, man, at some point you have to go, okay, two ways I can go about this. Take myself out of this situation and move over here or face this situation head on, agree to disagree, and then keep it going. Because to put yourself in that in that ring or that situation and day and day after day after day after day it doesn't allow you to like you said you can't move forward you're stuck in the mud you're just there and you can't talk about well i'm stuck in the mud because this person stuck me here no you have to lift your foot out and go step forward or backwards whatever it is that you have to do maybe sometimes you have to reverse back and then go forward a different direction but you have to make that choice for yourself yeah i i echo exactly what you're saying and there's a couple different like quote-unquote like tools that I um, personally use and like also share when I'm coaching clients of like what to use and some of them are really easy like one that I would love to like share is just ask yourself is it serving me to hold on to this like it's a yes or no question is it serving me to hold on to the fact that xyz yes mm -hmm. okay how is it serving you no, why are you still holding on? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And when yeah. you ask that to someone, they'll be like, well, I'm holding on because of, I assume they're going to be like that. I know that they've been like that or whatever it is. And if it's towards yourself or towards a particular person, a scenario at work in your personal life, is it serving you to hold on? No. Why are you still holding on? Just let yeah. it go. And like yeah. you said, that weight, it's not just weight on a scale. It's not just weight on a barbell. Like the mental weight that you have to carry that space that they live inside your head, like that quote, it's like, 
it's a huge freaking brick and it weighs a ton. Why would you carry that in your school bag every single day as you trek through your day? Like life is hard enough. There's enough speed bumps and obstacles that you will encounter within each and every day. Why would you constantly be dragging yourself with like a weight attached to your foot all the time when you can just let things go? And I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people do it for like status, ego, not to be, not to put, not to be like letting the other person win. Like there's a lot of reasons people will do it just because like, I want to prove my point and I want to land at the top and it's going to hurt my ego if I just let it go. And it's like, okay, but is it consuming the other person? Is it consuming the other environment or are you just losing out? You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You mentioned those, those areas though, ego, uh, status, um, ego is the biggest thing. I think people, if people really understood the gravity of how ego affects your everyday. Yeah. Man. Mind blown. That that is a, that is a weight. That's a weight. That's like, wow. Because you just can't like humility makes, frees you up. It gives you a sense of freedom when you're humble about it, that you can say, okay, you know what? I don't know how to do this, or I made this mistake. Show me how, or I'm willing to learn how to do that. Ego will make you go, no, I'll do it myself, which we all do to a certain degree, because sometimes we just, that's just the way that we operate, right? I do that a lot too. But one thing I've had to let go of is that feeling of I'll do it myself and now have to go, okay, I don't know how to do this. Let me ask Tanya. I'm not sure how to do this. Let me ask Brianna. I'm not sure how to do this. Let me ask this person. Let me do, let me go to this person and not go to certain people because they are of a certain status. So like, you know, I'm going to go contact Gary V and see what he says and then tell everybody. Yeah. So I went to Gary V and then he told me to do this when I could have just went to my uncle who could probably give me the exact same information, having similar experience and not have to be a person of like, you know, or what, where we put them up there. So, I mean, it's, it's ego is something that also is part of the, the grasp of holding on to certain things, as you mentioned, Yeah. that people got to learn to disconnect from. Cause man, that stuff will, ego will put you on the top of the mountain, but the mount, top of the mountains by yourself is lonely. Very lonely. Who, I was just going to say very lonely, very lonely. Who wants to be there by himself? I, like anything that I succeed at, I want other people to be there too. I want, even if I don't get to the top of the mountain or my own mountain and someone else does, Hey, I'm applauding you for getting there. Amazing. That's ego is not within that equation. If I was egotistical, I would, I would try my best to knock you off the top so that I can be up there. But what is that going to do? Is it going to make everyone look at me and go, this guy's such a jerk, man. Like, why, why would you, why would you do that to someone else who's trying to, who's trying to get ahead just as much as you? And that's where all these things kind of play a part. And I wonder how they even begin for some people. I know how it's, how it started for me. Um, it was more just a confidence thing, but for other people, I'm not sure how it, uh, how it begins and where they can even start from to kind of free themselves of all of that. There's like different triggers for different people. Like you mentioned for you, it's confidence for some people, it's that self-doubt, self-deprecation, but it's usually a negative emotion from a young age, like whether you were conscious or subconscious about it, whether it was in your family, in the playground at school, whether you were bullied, like there's some trigger if you dig, 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 that is like the root of why people have a hard time letting go, whether it's proving to their parents that they're going to be successful, whether it's proving to their dad that they're going to be well to do, whether it's whatever it is, like it's rooted from something. um, And it's usually like a negative emotion it's not always a particular person sometimes it is um Mm. and it just like it varies and then we just all carry the fact that we can't let things go for for whatever reason that may be you know um and the other thing I wanted to share and I know we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before actually on your podcast and I use this with with letting go is my whole um five minute rule remember that yes I remember I remember and what I love about that is that a lot of people are just like not aware of it. I'm not claiming that I invented this rule. I read it somewhere, somehow a really long time ago. And Remind the people me. what the five minute rule is, please T. Okay. okay. So five minute rule is um, whatever you're going through that is 
rattling you, triggering you, driving you crazy, making you sad, making you angry, whatever emotion is coming up, you have to ask yourself, is this going to matter in five years from now? Okay. Because oftentimes we get, we hit a brick wall and we're just like, can't move past it from the smallest little thing. And if we're able to just step outside of ourselves for half a second and go, is this situation, is this person, is this conversation, is this thing going to matter in five years from now? You're like, fuck no. And it's like, okay, great. So you got five minutes. You got five minutes to talk about it to me, to your mom, to your dad, to your coworker. You have five minutes to vent, to release, to be heard. But then it's gone. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's gone. We're not reopening back up that can of worms. If the topic is actually, or person or circumstance is actually going to matter in five years from now, which there are incidences that are, then by all means, you have the liberty to speak about it for as long as you want, as long as it is productive and that you're not just like a broken record on the same, this happened to me, this happened to me, I blame him, this happened to me, I blame him, right? And I think it's important, the initial question as, is it going to matter in five years from now? Because it eliminates a lot of the bullshit, what I call bullshit, and a lot of the noise and a lot of the stuff that I even catch myself complaining about or something happened. And a month ago, like my best friend called me out on it. She's like, T, what happened to the five second rule? I was like, I know, but she's like, no, no. She's like, you don't give butts to your clients. Why are you not applying the five second rule to the particular thing I was talking to her about? And I go, you're calling me out on my old bullshit. Thank you. Like, great. Perfect. But it works, right? It works for the things to eliminate all the fluff and the noise and the little things. And then when it is a real thing that you're like, yeah, I'm talking about it because it is actually something that's going to matter in five years, then cool. Then talk about it. Talk to your therapist, hire a coach, speak to your trainer at the gym, like whatever that may be. For sure. For sure. And I think that um, having different methods of, 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 or tools, as you mentioned, to let things go uh, is essential to have in a person's arsenal. And these are the things that people can learn. Like you did, you read about it and now you apply it. You apply it to your clients, you apply it to yourself. I mean, I've you know read different quotes. I've had conversations with people where they just explain things. Um, you know, when you learn about perspective and you see things shifting your perspective and seeing things from like a different view, it really does make a difference in how you feel about what it is that's bothering you or what it is that has been bothering you for a week a month a year five years 10 years to the point where you go oh you know and i know i'm not sure maybe you feel the same way maybe you share the same sentiments i know that you know within the past two years um with like a lot of people losing their lives and stuff being sick but even in the last 10 years you know i'm 36 years old like right now you know in the last 10 years the amount of people that i know that have you know, lost something major, their life, they've been sick. Uh, they lost a mother, a father, a family member. Um, they lost friends, they lost a job, a business. They just, or even just lost their sanity. Like you see that stuff and you go, am I really being hung up about this one thing? And am I really going to let that one thing, that one thing stop me from going this way just because of that one thing that happened? And it's not like, it's not like, okay, you don't have enough money to invest in something and that kind of hinders you from doing something. I get that. But there are ways that you can go, okay, frame it out. How can I get money so that I can build enough of, of, of uh, investment capital so that I can progress and do this? There's a plan to do it. And it's all it, talks, it all comes down to planning. Planning, organizing yourself, organizing your thoughts. But a person has to want to. And one thing that I we talked about this 10,000 times and I know that different people you speak to, they're going to say, yeah, but you know, that doesn't apply to everything, but it does. You see this word can't, when a person says they can't do something, I go, okay. Is it that you really cannot do something because physically you are unable to do Mm -hmm. this or is it just that you don't want to do it and be honest with yourself. If you don't want to do it, fine. And there's a lot of people who hold on to this resentment, they hold on to this doubt, they hold on to these feelings, not because they can't let go of it, because they don't want to. Because that is what defines them. 
but you have to think is it does it define you in a way that's going to be productive or is it define you in a way that's going to be like oh man here's this person again oh tanya's talking about that oh great can i add something to that you know what i mean like it's kind of a, it's like wow yeah go ahead of course you're, this is your show go ahead <laughs> okay so you say that and i'm like oh my god i just want to add that the other reason people hold on to that is because like you said they identify that as themselves and they've mm-hmm. labeled themselves as that i cannot okay so you've mm-hmm. labeled yourself and you've you've labeled yourself so hard that you have built your comfort zone bubble barriers boundaries all around the fact that you can't do something Mm. right so that's one and the second thing is when you ask people is it really that you can't or that you don't want to most people have a hard time saying it's because i don't want to because it takes too much work or i don't want to because i feel comfortable just saying i can't do it or that you know what i mean it's also that the same analogy goes to the thing that people are like i'm busy fuck me like we're all busy (laughs) it's just a matter of priorities that's a whole other podcast right but it's the same thing is it busy is it a priority is it i can't or is it i don't want to because to say i don't want to dot 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 is very different language than saying i can't period yeah and it's weird because it's like a person says a person says they don't want to it's like they're afraid of how then they're going to be viewed. I'm like, would you rather be viewed as a person who's honest and says, I just don't want to do this? Or the person who always says, I can't do that, to have everyone roll their eyes behind their head and go, great, here we go again, can't do it again. Yeah. Like it's it becomes almost a frustration. And I, I know that one thing I've had to learn as a, as a trainer, as a coach, is not to take that stuff personally. I used to take it personally all the time. And it's not like the person is saying, they can't to me, Kareem, I can't do this to me they're saying it to themselves and i've had to then shift my perspective and say cream this is not to you this is something inside of them that they are not ready to let go of which is why they do what they do and then you'll have a person who will argue with that and say that's not true well it is true because again when a person prioritizes what's important to them they will do what they need to do i gave this example to a client two weeks ago I said, if you tell me that you can't do burpees, because this always ends up being a topic of conversation, oh, I can't do burpees. Okay. If you keep telling me you can't do burpees, why I tell you you're lying is very simple. Because if I put, if you do five burpees, I will give you $500. You'll do it. The money, the money becomes a priority. It's 500 bucks. You will do everything in your power, even if the burpees are terrible. And I tell you, you have to do them like this and you have to do them completely full to the ground with a push-up, with two push-ups even. You'll do everything in your power to make it happen. Why? Because the money is the priority. It's important. Take the money away and just think about your body. Why is that not a priority for you? No, it's not, it's not a priority. It's just, you know, it's too hard. Okay. It's challenging. How do we make this less challenging or how do we work with that challenge and improve on that? See, but it's taking the time to actually break that down and think about it. And that's something that I had to do for myself, which is what has changed my mentality to, to have me feel even freer. I feel like a more, I feel like a more humble, humbly grounded person based on that alone, because instead of me going, "Ah, I can't do it or, oh man, I'm having a hard time doing this and not ask for help. I simply just have to step back and go, this isn't my lane. Let me ask a person who knows. You know, if I'm going to learn about, if I'm going to learn about um, counseling or, or coaching, Tanya is a fantastic, fantastic coach. She's done it for X number of years. She's really put her, her blood, sweat, and tears into that. I'm going to ask her, what does she do? Instead of me going, no, nah, I'm just going to do it myself. But that's ego. I'm not going to ask her. No, no, no. Because then it's going to make her feel nice that I'm asking her. Oh, I'm going to gas her up by doing that. No, that's okay. Th- that to me is, it's, it's silly, but it never used to be silly to me before because that's the mentality I had before. I just wasn't ready to do that. So some people, people who are listening, who are listening to this right now, if you cannot do something, don't say you can't say you don't want to say you're not ready to, if you're not ready to cool, we can work with that because at some point you have to be ready to do at least one or do at least three because it might be required for you in order for you to advance you have to do those certain things that you don't want to do or that you say you can't do 
And that's what we have to let go of is that being that person of, well, I'm just a person who likes to complain. I, when I hear the, when I hear people say that, I go, why are you proud of that? I, you know, I just, I'm, I just love to complain. Okay, great. You have less friends. Like, I'm not going to talk to you if that's going to be your attitude, because it doesn't make me compelled to want to have a conversation with you. If that's the way that you conduct the, the way that you carry yourself. And then you wonder why no one wants to talk to you. Well, because this is the energy you carry and no one wants to be around somebody who carries that kind of energy. Why? And if people want to be around that energy it's because they want to have someone to talk about, that's the person that they are. So now you're dealing with people who are one way. You have another person who's another way. And you guys are supposedly friends. You're not friends. You're just people who just like being each other's company so that you have something to feed off of. It doesn't make sense. And what's really interesting is like in our industry, like you coach people like virtually or in real life in the gym and you talk to so many different people, so many different personalities, so many different like backgrounds that I do as well, like mm -hmm. um, remotely, right? And what's interesting is the people who can't, who say I can't, or the people who say I'm proud of being the type of person who just like complains, you don't want to be around those people because they just make you feel shitty, right? And they make you feel like, oh, like you're such, it's such a drag. Like I was at the gym a couple of weeks ago and a personal trainer was coaching his client and like, I didn't have my earbuds on and the entire like 30, 40 minute session, like the person was just like complaining for every little thing the guy was asking of her. And afterwards, I just went up to him and I was like, why would this person pay you money if she's constantly going to push back? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. And he goes, cause she's like, she's kind of being forced to be here. Um, and I was like, okay, like, how is that making you feel any good as like a trainer in, in as a job? He's like, it's not. And he's like, it's really not making me feel good. It actually makes me feel like shit. And it like drains like an hour of my morning, like mentally, socially, emotionally. And I was like, okay, like. You, you bring up, you bring up a very, very important point very important point okay when you have the attitude of but this is how i am and you carry that out in your every day the people around you very slowly will start doing this and they'll move away they'll move away and you'll start calling them they won't answer you'll start texting them they won't respond back fast enough and then you're going to blame them and say oh you weren't there you weren't there but you have to look at yourself and ask yourself what am I doing that's causing people to repel away from me? Doesn't make sense. It makes sense because you're not realizing that this label that you're putting on yourself or the attitude that you're carrying because that's how you are is not helping your situation. It's not benefiting you to be progressive. So if you're the gripe that you have with yourself or whatever, if it's something that you look at, like you said, in the five minutes, is it going to affect you five years from now? Okay, you have every right to talk about it. Great, cool. Is it going to affect you in five minutes? No. So can you talk about it for five minutes and then let it go? Cool. So let's talk about it for five minutes, get out of the system. And all these things that you have, you realize as you're thinking through it, actually, this is kind of a waste of time thinking about it. Exactly. So why do you put so much energy into it? But if you continue to be that person, say, well, that's just the way that I am. No, that's not true. It's not yeah. true. That because language of have this a choice. is just the yeah. The language of like this is the way I am is a very like victim mindset. And it goes back to like you are always in possibility and you are always in choice. And people hate hearing that when I say it because it's like the blunt truth. Like you always have the decision to do something. Nothing is forced, nothing is going like no, no one is trying to like force something down your throat. Nothing. Yes, I know you have to work because you need to make money because you need to pay your kids' schools and your kids' dance class and the two cars you have in the garage and all that. Cool. But no one's forcing you to do what you do. You've chosen to do what you do and like that's what it is. For Every sure. single day you have choice and possibility to do exactly what you want. You want to label yourself that you're going to be a complainer. You want to label yourself as the person who's going to say, I can't. You want to label yourself as a person who's not going to let go and just resent people great. That's on you. We're not here to convince people to do otherwise. We're just here to bring awareness around. What are you holding on to so tight in your fist that you should consider maybe letting go of? And I really want to just loop back to the whole letting go concept and just For think sure. about your life in general. Like, where are you holding on really tight? And how is it serving you to hold on so tight to something, whether it's toxic relationships, 
whether it's friendships, whether it's work environments, whether it's at the gym, whether it's whatever with yourself, like what is it that you keep holding on to so tight and can't let go, but is not benefiting your life to move in a forward direction? Like life is constantly happening. You're not on a bandwagon. You're not on anything. Like it's just constantly happening. Whether you believe it or not, it's always in a forward movement. So you can choose to like do nothing and keep holding on, but we're still moving forward and you're just moving forward with this weight on you, or you can choose to drop the baggage and keep moving forward, being lighter and, and more free. Right. Yeah, exactly. Very awesome point. Excellent point for sure. And covering a lot here, team, what's going on? Man, we are covering a lot. Um, do you feel complete? Do you feel like there's anything that we didn't like cover or share when it comes to the concept of letting go? Is there anything that you have like additionally that you want to like share? Uh, other than the fact that I just want everyone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, agree, I, I, just, I agree. I agree. And I say when I say with sincerity to anyone, to everyone who's listening to this uh, fantastic show. Uh, nine episodes in thank you so much again thank you for having me on here i'm gonna give you your three minutes and 32 seconds in a second but um i just want everyone to do it and the reason why is because when you see a person and, and i'm pretty sure you can share the exact same sentiment too in your coaching in your coaching business even in your own training when you see a person overcome an obstacle it pays more than the money that you give me to train you when you see a person actually, you see it in their face, in their body language, in their just overall energy attitude, when you see that they finally overcome that, or now they're relieved because they've, whatever it is that they were holding on to, they finally let it go. When you see that happen, it's recognizable just like this. And it makes you feel like, finally, you were patient enough to, to see it come to fruition I was patient enough to actually work with the person each and every day or each and every week, you know, to help them with that. That is more rewarding than the money that you put in my pocket. I love, love, love that you brought that up. There is no, and I say this all the time, like there is no amount of money you can put when you see the facial expression of someone letting go of something or doing something that they thought they couldn't yeah. do, or they used to help themselves back for whatever reason. It happens every single freaking day. Like it happened to me yesterday with a complete stranger who was training in the gym and she was pushing that fucking sled. And we have like a, a, a friendly like relationship that I like say hi to her. And I like jumped on the sled as a joke. And I was like, push me. And she goes, I can't push you. I said, you can't, or you don't want to try. And she goes, okay, I'll try. And she pushed me. And I was like, I knew she could. Cause she's so, she's a beast. Like she's such a strong person. And I was like, see, and like her being like, wow, I can't believe I did that. I'm so proud. I was like, it took a split second for me to convince you to take the word can't out of your mouth and just let it go and then try and move forward. Right. Like it could be an example like that, or it can be an example where you're talking about something with someone and they're resenting their siblings for the way they responded to a circumstance with like family issues. And it's like, cool. You dislike the way she dealt with the situation. You dislike with the outcome. You're going to hold on to that and resent your sibling, or you're going to let it go and move on with your life. Cause I'm pretty sure your sibling is not thinking about that and festering upon that as much as you are. And right. again, like this concept of like energy, you yeah. don't, it's not like unlimited all day long, right? Like you're draining your energy and this type of stuff, emotional yeah. stuff is more draining than any workout you'll go do any run that you'll run anything it's the most draining thing ever and it drains at a very slow level so you don't feel it it's not like after running a 10k where you're like fuck that was so hard I'm so drained it's like gradual drainage but until it hits you and you're like fuck why do I feel so burnt and it's like um Think about all the things you're not letting go in your day. Think about all the things you're not letting go in your life. Maybe if you start letting these go, you'll feel a little lighter. Yep, 100%. 100%. People understand that I have lost sleep at night being concerned with the opinion of one person. Me too. I've done it for one years. Person. One person, I, I and I'm not, it, it, not the same person all the time, various people, but yeah. 
one person. I remember being so like, oh man, this is not going like this. How come this person is not this? How come this is not responding like this? When it came to social media stuff, and we talked about this many times over. Yeah. The day I turned notifications off on my phone, literally changed my energy from here to this. You can't even see my hand in the screen because that is letting go. It's not important. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Things that are irrelevant that you make relevant in your life, you are just adding ingredients to a, to a, um, you know, a, a cake that you're baking for yourself of success. You're adding ingredients that are not needed to be there. That's going to throw the taste off. You're like, oh, why does it taste like this? Because you're adding in elements that don't matter. They don't make things go forward. Just got to keep moving. Let it go. You know, when you go on vacation and you, you realize, man, I overpacked. How many people you get in times you get annoyed? You go, I packed way too many things for what? It just sits at the bottom of the bag. You're just carrying weight for no reason. Then you end up paying for it extra in customs because you're like, well, why is your bag overweight? Oh, man, I brought all these things. And now you don't want to let go of it because you brought it. No, forget it. Pack light. Let it go from the beginning before you even step out your house. Anything that's in your head that is weighing you down, let it go. Write down a piece of paper, crumple the piece of paper, throw in the garbage, boom, you're done. Before you go to bed, do the exact same thing. And you will go about your day feeling light as a feather. Granted, it's going to be difficult to do at first because you're not used to it. It's something you have to, it's a process. It's all part of your tools. Different tools that you can uh, do, um, different methods that you can use in order to let things go. You have to find a way to do it. And that's the only thing that I want. It's just for people just to try something. I'm tired of hearing people tell me they can't do it. I can't tell you how many times I have to just bite my tongue and go, okay. Yeah. All right. And then the gold cream, I know you don't like to hear that. Then why are you saying it? Oh, you know, it's just how I am. Okay, cool. And you have to let go. <laughs> and then there's and then I have to go, okay, cream. Just don't, just don't, don't, don't get, don't get bothered. It's okay. It's cool. Stretch it out. Because it ain't you. And that's the thing, is that. People like us who concern themselves with people who actually care. All you're doing is just adding, adding weight to us. And it's cool. It's fine. But you're adding more weight. And it's going to make us frustrated and be like, ah, okay. You know, it's not necessary, but fine. We don't want to have those kind of conversations. I definitely don't want to have conversations with people where I always have to keep telling them the same thing. Guys, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. Because after a while, it gets repetitive. When it gets repetitive, people ignore it. When they ignore it, it gets you more frustrated because now you have to talk even louder. I don't like to yell. I don't need, there's no need for me to yell. If I'm going to yell, it's yelling in excitement, not because I'm like, yo, stop doing that. And when I get to that point, that's when a person has to realize we, we've gone too far. So practice letting it go. Just let it go. It's, it's not going to change. It's not going to change your day. Like if you worry about it for five minutes, be concerned for five minutes, like T said. Move on move on. I'll time it for you. I'll go ready. Go talk about it. And if you have nothing to say after the five minutes is up, you have nothing to don't talk about it ever again. Done. Yeah. But I have to No, no, no. You have the time. I gave you time. doesn't make sense. That's why I give people warm up time in the beginning of our session. I tell them, okay, warm up on a treadmill five minutes or warm up on the bike five minutes. And I'll ask them questions. How's your day? How's this? How's this? And I let them vent. And when you see that thing is up, I go, okay, great. Okay. Awesome. Now we're moving on to this gone we have nothing else to talk about when it comes to that stuff that's that's dead dead in the water we're moving forward i can't help you if you're going to keep holding on to that stuff you're bringing an extra bag or three purses with you or like a, a backpack while you're doing work on my god you can't lie flat on your back if you have a backpack on oh, i don't know but i have to just carry this thing because you know i that's just what i do it's just the person i am okay so we, we can't go forward. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. You're like, just leave it at the front entrance and yep. let's set an intention for now. And then if it's that important to you, you can choose to pick it up as you leave and go to your car. But during the time that we have together, let's be clear that certain things we just need to let go because it's also not going to be productive. In your case, when you're coaching them, and in my case, when I'm coaching people as well, like if we're yep. just holding on to things, it just doesn't allow you to be like fully expressed and to like get the most out of your your, your one-on-one session with them as well, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So oh, that's that's pretty much what I would love. That's the only thing I'd be loving for people is just uh, them to just let go. I would love for people to let go. I got it tattooed on my forearm, as you can see, a couple of years ago. Um, we won't get into the story of that, but <laughs> I struggled with letting go for a really, really long time. And then I was I like, know. I just need to see this every single day of every single minute until it becomes um, a habit. That yeah. said, I do want to wrap up with saying um, sure. anyone who has been listening, who struggles with um, letting go, I hope some of the tools we shared or just the conversation kind of sparked even just like, the thought to reframe and consider how often am I holding on to things? When am I letting go? Why am I not letting go? Is, is there particular areas in my life, particular people? Um, and no, it doesn't happen overnight. And yes, it takes a lot of hard work, but everything that is worth it and important for you, at what cost are you willing to do the work for it? And that's what I always tell people. I will not force people. You will not force people to let things go. If you are ready and you know what the benefits that come with letting go are for you and what you're trying to accomplish, um, then pick a tool and there's no right or wrong tool. There's multiple. We shared a couple here, but like there's books worth of tools. Um, so there will be something that works specifically for you. Um, Kareem, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was great. Um, no. I'm going to say that we're going to see you again. Cause I'd love to have you back on for another sesh. I'm on anytime. Now, before we go, hang on. I have yeah. time this out. Okay. <laughs> I, you, I have to give you your flowers. Listen. So this is Tanya's show, and she didn't tell me to do this, okay? I'm doing this on my own on own volition, okay? I've known Tanya for excess of, I want to say 10 years, maybe even 10, about that, okay? Um, as she mentioned in the introduction, I've watched this, this individual literally transform before me over the last 10 years in the way she has matured. She's grown as a professional, as an individual, humble spirited person who always finds ways to grow and to build and to grow and to build. We're talking about having to overcome obstacles, tragedies, losing her mom, um, which I know was a difficult time for her at the time that even we were training. I remember when she was sick and I came and I brought you the soup that time and you were like, I can't come outside, but it's okay. And I've always wanted to be able to just to be able to meet your mom and say hello, but I know she was really, really sick. So it was a little bit tough with that. Um, but at the end of the day, the amount of support that you had at her funeral when she passed was phenomenal. And that to me, when I see things like that, it makes me realize, you know, we have a lot of people in our lives that are there for us when we need it. And I've had conversations with you for years about variety of things, topics, different stuff. You've hit me up just randomly right at the moment. And I'm like, ah, man, I could really have a conversation with someone right now because I'm feeling like this. And boom, I get a message from Tanya because she just goes, hey, friend, I noticed this. Everything okay? Everything cool? And that's when you started transitioning into your coaching process. I worked with you. I was your client for a bit when it came to uh, working with um, uh, nutrition stuff, which you were able to help me with in major, major, major ways. I seen, I saw major changes with that because a lot of it had to come with focus, mentality, shifting a perspective. So you definitely contributed to my shift in perspective and seeing things from a different way. Um, watching your growth and your progression, even when you were doing CrossFit for a number of years, um, working with you as a, as a client, coming to my classes, doing different things. I always saw you like kind of bouncing around going here and going there. And I realized it's because you're trying to find places to fit. And now you've found your niche. You found where you fit in. You don't fit in wherever everyone else fits in. You do your own thing and you're cool with that. And you're proud of that. And I'm proud of you for that because it takes confidence, maturity, growth. It takes a lot of uh, self-preservation, but also expansion, exploration to be able to do that. Now you're moving into the podcast form, having conversations with different people. I'm going to be checking out other episodes and I hope everyone gets a chance to check out other episodes she's had as well. Not just this one, because yes, this is a valid topic. Other topics she's going to cover or she has covered before are valid topics. And you can tell in the way that she expresses herself. I still got another 30 seconds. In the way that she expresses herself, that she's genuine with it. She's She really is concerned. She really wants to help people to grow and to make changes. If you watch, listen to her posts, the things that she shares on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media platform that you have that she is, av that she is available on, when I say she is genuine about it, she's real about it, there's no question about it that she is a person that once you tap in, to her energy and understand why she is what she is, you realize how relatable you are with her. 
I thank you. I give you your flowers. I appreciate you. I know a lot of people appreciate you as well. They may not be able to articulate it in the same way that I just did without any script. I had to make sure as I'm on this microphone right now today, we had to get this done before this interview is over. Don't start tearing up now. We don't got time for that. We just got to let you know that when people are owed their flowers and they're to be given the thanks that they deserve, give it to them right away because we only have one life to live and we have to make it happen every day possible. Boom, three minutes, 44 seconds, owed. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> As I sip my lemonade. Um, that was really unexpected and I'm speechless um, and I have like tears in my face and you know I'm not a crier. Um, but like, thank you very much for expressing that. And, and all I have to say is, is thank you. And I, and I really appreciate you um, a lot. And I also appreciate that you encourage um, the listeners as well to give like gratitude towards the people in their lives. Cause yeah, you're right. We only have today and tomorrow is not promised. So if there are people you need to pick up the phone and call and tell them you appreciate them and you value them, just like Kareem did to the nth degree, do it, pick up the phone, call them, pick up your phone, text them. Um, it just, it just is incredible. And I, I'm like, I'm fucking speechless. I don't know what to say. Good. Thank you. Be Kareem. speechless. Be speechless. That's what's I up. will end on being speechless. Um, we will connect super soon guys. Sure. Um, thank you for being here. Stay tuned. This episode will drop on Wednesday, 5am as, um, always. Peace out. And there you have it. Another episode with the Real Talk podcast with your host, Coach T. Guys, letting go is something that we have such a fucking hard time to do. And when I say we, I mean the collective we. You listening to this, me, myself, and all the fucking people around us. If you think that you're the only one who is holding on to dear life, to situations, circumstances, events, or people in your life, you are not alone. And in that same breath, I want to remind you that there is so much power, lightness, calmness, happiness, joy, presence that comes when you stop holding on to things that you just need to let go of. I thank you as always. I am so glad that you keep dialing in week to week to listen to my podcast. I hope to elevate, empower, and inspire you guys to keep showing up as your unapologetic, badass self because the world needs you to be you. The world does not need you to be who you think you need to be, who people expect you to be, but for you to just fucking be you. I'll see you next week. Ciao for now.